What is up, restaurant world? Welcome to The Tip Share, where we dive deep into the labyrinth of all things restaurant, open up conversations with owners, operators, vendors, and industry experts to explore everything that's happening within the industry and its current climate. Sit back, grab your shift drink, and let's share our tips. Good morning. Dave Downs here with Max Stryker, Director of Purchasing. Max, good morning. How are you, man? Doing well, Dave Downs. How are you today? I am great. It's great to uh, great to see you uh, from Chicago. It's been a long time, dude. I know. It's far too long. Far too long. I, I know we normally, when we circle up, we kind of launch some new purchasing stuff. However, today, that won't be the case. We're going to kind of talk about what's going on in the state of the industry uh, for distributorship problems and those kinds of things. And, and more importantly, I think, really kind of focus on some things that restaurants can do to help alleviate the issue as much as we possibly can. Uh, I, I know it's, it's rampant, it's national, it's not just in our industry. So uh, let's get a little bit of background first, though. Help me understand where the supply chain issue comes from. Where where does that starting? Well, I mean, just like our just like the, the restaurant clients that we've got, it, it starts with labor. You know, the um, like for like you know, the manufacturer side or the grower side, the largest the largest you know issue is is labor. For the manufacturers, the the product manufacturers, they they've got a labor shortage, but then they also have have issues with. You know, with with the economy opening and closing and opening and closing, you know, it it it's hard to forecast that, and sure. and they don't want to be stuck with inventory. So, you know, along with their staffing issues, they've also you know slimmed down their their offerings and things like that in some cases, where uh, um, you know, just just due to the market volatility, and then the the distributors they've they've along with the uh, you know, the manufacturer, um, you know, back orders and things like that. Looking at in, in 2019, you know, manufacturers were filling 97% of the orders. Wow. Um, you know, so only 3% was, was back ordered or shorted. Now it's, it's down to 91%. So that's six points. You know, so, so along with the distributors having, having a hard time, you know, finding or retaining drivers or employees and things like that, they're also facing, you know, shortages from their suppliers um, which, which unfortunately makes kind of a perfect storm for, for our clients. A, a lot of this though, was kind of starting to ramp up. Some of these, uh, shortages and stuff were kind of starting to ramp up before COVID even really started, right? This wasn't just a COVID exclusive type of issue, right? No, for sure. I mean, especially from the distributor side, the, you know, finding drivers and stuff has been tough, you know, for years. It's yeah. frankly, it's it's a young man's game, you know, and they're you know, moving all the all the heavy boxes and all things like that, and they've just had a hard time, um, you know, with yeah, with hiring hiring employees. Huh. Interesting. Well, let's kind of shift gears. I don't want to dwell too much on the on the negatives. I appreciate the insights, obviously, and, and kind of learning a little bit more about where the issues come from. But what let's start kind of shift gears into what restaurant owners and operators and managers and, and everybody that is ordering product, what kinds of things can they do to help curb this uh, this gap of 6% in the last two years? As you mentioned, 97% of orders filled, uh, a 3% uh, kind of back order or shortage, now down to 91% of orders being filled. What are some of those strategies that uh, that a restaurant can em employ and, and help alleviate this issue so they don't, they don't run out of product consistently? 
Sure. You know, I mean, first thing, let's let's look at what's important to a distributor. At the end of the day, what, what's most important is drop size. The the number of, of cases they're they're taking off that truck per stop, right? And and so you know, I we we've been kind of suggesting to if you're using multiple distributors, where possible, kind of consolidate that just because it gives you more leverage and and a deeper level of engagement. And and the other thing is is have an honest um, you know, honest conversation with with your with the rep, you know, if and, and talk to them about, you know, the later in the week is is you know, the busiest Fridays are the busiest time for these distributors. So if you can work with them and figure out, OK, you know, can you can you switch your your receiving days for the you know, for at least your major orders to, to their slower days? It may help them. The other thing is is getting the getting your orders in early. You know the um, you know if if things are you know, on an allocation basis or or if they're um, if they're if they need substitutions and things like that, the earlier you get those orders in, the you're at the front of the line, right? The 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 first the ones that come in first are generally filled first, and and the earlier you get them in, it also gives the the distributor time to react if they've got a shortage. They can, um, you know, they they can touch base with you to find a suitable alternative that'll meet your needs, and and the other thing is just don't, um, you know, on, on critical items, don't run the inventory as, as tight as you used to. I mean, just with with the interruptions and things we've had, you want to ensure that you've got the supplies you need to serve your clients. You know, it'll be interesting as we kind of look through things, the distribution of when the sales in restaurants really occur. And I know the traditional format was the weekends were always busier. Now with so many people ordering takeout and delivery and, and so much more frequently in, in trying to patronize the, the restaurants and, and get everything, uh, still have some sort of experience. I wonder if that'll shift a little bit. I'm not saying we're not going to, we're going to lose weekends completely, but it'll be interesting to see if that can also kind of further fuel shifting your delivery days to a different day of the week where you do have a little bit more labor, you know you have uh, some extra prep stuff in there and, and be able to account and, and apply that labor at the restaurant level in, in a more strategic way as well. You bet. And another thing that people can do is talk to their distributors. And if, if your facility um, is, is suited for it, you can talk to the distributor and do either a turnkey or a key drop um, setup where, where Basically, you give them a key to your restaurant, and and they deliver. You know, can be late at night. They put the dry with the dry, the refrigerator refrigerated, freezer freezer, and and you're set that way. A lot of distributors do like that because it gives them the flexibility to service you at any hour. That's awesome. Let's uh, let's do a brief little recap here on uh, on where we kind of stand with the things that the restaurant operators should do. Uh, you mentioned having a single distributor whenever possible, and I know that you know that's not always the the best case. But now is not necessarily the time to be shopping between vendors. Uh, really leveraging the relationship that you have and, and utilizing those, um, getting orders in early and, and communicating with the restaurants, um, knowing full well that they are busiest towards the end of the week. So the more earlier in the week you can shift those uh, deliveries, 
in your order placing, the better opportunity you have for for getting those items filled as well. Uh, I think that communication thing that you mentioned is is so vital, and not just in in this type of uh, market that we're in, and you know d- between distributor and and restaurant, that's always important uh, to have good communication with everybody. And then if your pa- uh, if your drop sizes are large enough, fifty plus cases, you know, considering the turnkey things. Any things that I missed that you think would be uh, really exceptional for restaurant operators to know to help kind of navigate these tough times on the food, on the supply side of things? The, the bottom line is just working together with your suppliers and, and you know, to, to figure out how you two can best work together. You know, the, um, to, to be good partners and you know, the more you kind of help them and, and fit into their box, the more they'll be able to help you. Perfect. Max Stryker, Director of Purchasing with Razzie, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, I'm glad we weren't all uh, dwelling on the doom and gloom. We got some positive things in there, Max. So thanks a lot for that. Absolutely. Have a good day, David Downs. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. Thanks for joining us this week on The Tip Share. Make sure to visit our website where you can view more educational content, subscribe to our monthly newsletter so you'll never miss an episode. Thanks again.